I'm Ross Jacobs. Today's talk is about first-time events. Life is full of first-time events. They're always happening. We're always doing something for the first time. It could be anything. It could be the first time you get dressed in formal gear. It could be the first experience of going to a funeral or a wedding. It could be your first experience of having to give us public talk. Life is full of first time. And it's true of horses too. Horses are always experiencing something for the first time. And we as trainers are always introducing something to a horse for the first time. But the big difference between horses and humans is that humans are futurists. Most times we know that when we do something for the first time, it's only for a short time. It's not forever. So the first time you have to get up and give a talk in public, it's not forever. And we know that. There'll be a time when we won't have to do that again. It's like that through life for most of us. But horses are not futurists. They can't see in the future. They don't know that when they do something or are asked to do something or are exposed to something for the first time, that it's not forever. So, for example, the first time a horse is tied to a post, he doesn't know that he'll ever be allowed to be free again. Or the first time that we fit a saddle to a horse's back, he has no idea that this hunk of leather is ever coming off. And this is a problem in the training process because the first-time events pose a danger to a horse if he doesn't know that it's not forever. When he doesn't understand why this hunk of leather is being tied down on his back, and that it will come off again at some point, he has every reason to panic. So in order to avoid this, we have to break down these lessons, these first-time events, into tiny little steps, just layers of tiny little changes in a horse's life. And we have to make sure those tiny changes are not for long. We have to make sure that when he's exposed the first time to something, it's for a very short time. And as we repeat this over and over, the horse gains confidence and trust that this experience is not going to be forever and it's not as bad as he first thought it was going to be and there's no need to try and save his life. We all know this. It's part of our experience of learning to be good with horses. But even though we virtually all know it in the back of our minds, there's a lot of us who don't apply it. I used to work at a facility where another trainer also worked out of. And his idea of teaching young horses to tie up for the first time was to get a strong halter with a strong rope and tie it to a strong tree. And he'd go and sit in a chair and watch these horses pull back over and over and over because they were panicking for their life. And he would wait until those horses either stopped pulling because of exhaustion or because of a sense of futility. And his idea of training was to teach the horse that resistance was futile, that there was no point in trying to save his life because it belonged to him. That horse would never get away from that rope and that tree. I never want my horse to feel that resistance is futile. I want him to have an opinion, and I want him to let me know what his opinion is. Because if I understand what his opinion is, I can do something to help him. So it becomes really important that when we introduce something for the first time, we do it in tiny slithers, just a small layer, bit at a time, and we repeat it for short periods of time, over and over. And as the horse gains confidence, then we can extend the amount of time. 
and we can increase the difficulty and complexity of what we're asking. Even in things such as being saddled for the first time, where it's difficult if a horse has a panic attack to get the saddle off, there are things we can do to prepare a horse for what's about to come so that he realizes he doesn't need to panic. And even if he's not sure, he can be okay and try to figure it out. So for example, with saddling for the first time, I might start off by just introducing a rope around his belly and teach him that just a feel on the rope, he doesn't need to panic and try to kick it off. Or it might be a crepe bandage. And I would be able to adjust the pressure a little bit at a time and take it away and put it back on and take it away as he moves around me in the pen. I might go from there to a surcingle. Then I might go to a very light bareback pad and then I might go to a very light saddle. And each time I would be keeping the period that I would keep the saddle on or this feel that's uncomfortable for short periods of time. And I wouldn't move on to the next layer until the horse has already gained confidence and trust in what's gone before. In that way, the first saddling becomes a minor event in a horse's life because he's already prepared. There's a million examples you could think of yourself. Imagine a horse being trailer loaded and being taken on a trip. Well, the first time I introduce a trailer, I just want him to be able to take a step up onto the ramp or step into the trailer and back out. And then I would ask him to be able to go in and out at will. And I wouldn't keep him in there for very long to start with. He could stay in there for 15 seconds and then I would be backing him out. And I would build that till he could stay in there for several minutes without thinking about getting out. When it was time to take him on a trip, I might just put him in the trailer and I might drive 20 metres and let him out. And I would repeat that over and over and over until I could then take him for 100 metres and he wouldn't get worried and build that till he could take him for a kilometre trip and then a 20 kilometre trip. And you keep building these things as the horse gains confidence. And in that way, you don't end up betraying his confidence. You don't put him in a situation that he feels he can't handle. The same principle can be applied in anything. We want a horse to build confidence in the things we ask him for the first time. So we keep them small and we build on them. We keep them for short periods and we build on it. And until you do that, you don't go to the next step. This is so important In the process of teaching a horse, you can be trusted and you're not going to betray them. It's about building the relationship rather than just building obedience in a horse. I'm Ross Jacobs. Until next time.